0: Ruchim Havoyim. Welcome, everyone. Ask Rabbi Miller by Simchas Hachayim Publishing. And our questions? This week, says, why did they the When it comes to the Porah dumo, why does a Lozara do it and not the Koyen Goral? And the answer is, why should the Koyen Goral do it? There are plenty of things that Kayaan Godal doesn't do. Why shouldn't an ordinary Kayaan slaughter? No Kayan slaughter is ordinary bonus. Anybody can slaughter. And this is because a Paradum is more important than an ordinary thing and therefore you have a loss It's not important enough for a Kayaan Godal. Yeah, uh, the Zara, Lord Paradum, uh, Rashi said that the and Alright, because Azar slaughters all the Karbonas. It was done in, all the Karbonas are slaughtered by Azar. All Karbonas, sure, doesn't he, Kayanian? It says, the, es ben the, only from Kabul of Kuna. But Shrita doesn't need a Kayan, and Elohiza has to be present because it's a more important kind of a cob. A question. Is the mitzvah of settling in Eretz Yisrael applicable to today? If it is, who is obligated and who is exempt? The mitzvah of settling in Eretz if it's applicable today, is a question in Rishenim. It's a as whether it's such a mitzvah or not. But a mitzvah der Rabbonon, everybody agrees it is. However, this mitzvah der Rabbonon, or mitzvah der Eis even, depends on the circumstances. It's permissible to forsake Eretz Yisrael of for great purposes. Now, if somebody is in Chutzloh Oretz and he feels that he has a better neighbor to bring up his children, or he has a better opportunity to study Torah, whatever it is, it's a mitzvah to be right here. A man asked of Sol Salanta, it was a long time ago, They asked him, should he go to Eretz Yisrael? And Rabbi Yisrael said no. Now in those days, Eretz Yisrael was cooler Kedish. And still he said no. And listen to the reason. A reason of a godel. He said, because you won't be able to make a living there. And you'll have to become a kabtson who goes and asks for a an And you're not able to live that kind of a life. So he told them, go someplace else and make, a, make your own living. So we see as a from a that we find certain exemptions for Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, I'm not able to tell you if the exemptions apply to you or to you, but there certainly is such a thing as exemptions. Because why didn't the Chofiz Chaim go? answer is, he was needed. So if somebody is needed, that already another exemption. So you see there are exemptions. Question. What happiness is there for the patient who leaves the physician's office with bad news? Who said that happiness in this world will last forever? That's number one. But that person had his opportunity. You'll say, what happiness is for the man in the cemetery? The answer is, up till the cemetery, he should have enjoyed happiness. Who told him to wait? Now, the truth is, there is happiness. Because a man who leaves a doctor's office with bad news is better than a man who's in the funeral parlor. So if anybody feels discouraged, let him walk by a cemetery. And he'll come home happy. A cemetery makes everybody happy because you're better off. So it means there are people worse than you. Rabbi Akiva, when he was just married and his, mother, his wife's father had disowned her, they had no place to be, so they slept in a stable on hay. In the morning, he was picking the hay out of his collar's hair. So he told her, he said, don't worry, he said, someday I'll make you a golden crown. That's the way to talk to your wife, by the way. <laughs> he said, I'll, someday I'll buy you a golden crown. Just then there was a knock on the stable door. And the beggar said, could you lend me some hay? I don't even have any hay home. So the keeper said to his wife, you see, there are some people don't even have hay. So you see, there's always somebody beneath you. And one of the forms of being happy is to look at those who are less fortunate so if somebody ever is in a depression, I would suggest visit, visit what used to be called the Jewish Chronic Disease Hospital. Downstairs, there's a big ward of people who can't walk, can't move, can't talk, some of them, can't feed themselves. And spend an hour walking around there, feeding some of them. You'll come out so cheerful that it's better than going to a place of fun. Of course, you'll say this, that's a cynical way to do things. But that's how it is. Work. I once said this here. Go upstairs in any hospital and go into a room where there's a man patient who has trouble passing water and watch how the nurse or the physician is trying to screw a rubber tube into him to let him urinate and see what pleasant sensations That causes. And then go into the hospital bathroom and urinate like a king. (laughs) Uh, What blessed luxury that is. Now you know what happiness is? That's what happiness is. Plenty of people that don't have that happiness. And they're sitting in hospitals. And they're suffering terrible pain. Here's a man that has a pipe in him for weeks weeks because you can't urinate it's terrible it's Gehenna he would give up everything if he could be in your your pants <laughs> <laughs> he would do anything to pass water like a normal person with simply the acme of happiness so what are you depressed for? There's so much that we can learn from unfortunate, so many people beneath us. Whenever you see somebody who has one arm or one leg, a man who is blind, just think, how, what would he give to be in your place? And therefore, as I said before, whenever you're down and out, go by the cemetery and you find people worse off than you are. This gentleman. Uh. Rab mentioned before a quotation which he whole she was based on, the Nitro Adam lech's Anikah Hashem. Now of course there's another saying, well, Adam la'Amal Yudah, and this. Yeah. So, so it seems like a contradiction, Adam la'Amal Yudah, but the Sfard tells us that it's Amel l'Shal Torah. But if someone interrupts the Torah and wants to be happy with these natural things and say Manoy Elon Zeh or the conclusions I've heard. So I'll explain the I'll, I'll, I'll tell them the question we learned that a man was created for happiness. So this gentleman properly asks, as a sentence, a man was created for toil, a man is created for some suffering. To make it short, I'm telescoping his question. He asked it well by making it short. Now, when we said that a man was created for happiness it doesn't mean that his goal is happiness in this world. It's his to be happy in the world to come. In this world, there cannot be perfect happiness. That was uh, explained already. In this world, there has to be some ommol. There has to be some non-happiness in this world. That's part of our being here. We have to suffer a little bit. But it's not necessary to add to our proscribed amount prescribed amount of omal when people complain when people refuse to recognize their good fortune so they're taking what really is Hatzlache and Simche and they're moving it over into the realm of omal here's a man who is complaining about children ah, he says Odom Lomo you love but suppose somebody would come to him and say look I'd like to buy one of your little boys <laughs> that little boy was just now breaking everything in the house and his mother and father going crazy and now comes a gentleman and he, he needs a boy his wife doesn't have anything <clears throat> so he comes and he says I see you have a little boy a nice little boy there he said and I happen to have money so how much would you want when a thousand dollars, ten thousand, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, a million, a Jewish parent were tell him to get out of the house. So you see that you're happy, you're a million dollars happy with all the pranks and the trouble that mischief is causing you. So therefore, it's happiness. Here's a man who's married. And so, he's sometimes biting the rug because of his wife. He wants to, to, to climb the, climb the, the roof and jump off because of his wife. He doesn't do it, however. You know why? Because he has a wife waiting for him home. <laughs> 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 and so, if we would not be near the near the means people will complain, there is some omal in life. But when people would be happy, as it's possible to be happy, they'll be amazed how much that omal would shrink to a place that is almost unrecognizable. And that's one of the ordeals of that Omo. One of the ordeals of omal is, is it going to make you look at the world with a pessimistic outlook? Will you say the whole world is topsy-turvy because of that? Or will you take it in stride and be happy despite it? And that's passing the test of the almost successfully. So again, to, be, to sum up, there is some almost, there is some suffering in the world, but not as much as mankind makes it. can Gelb. Uh, Rabbi, where is the there? Where is the so, you'll have to call me up on the telephone and I'll be able to tell you. If it's a Maimah I'll tell you. Sometimes it's not correctly quoted, but if it's correctly quoted, I'll tell you immediately. But I I cannot. Call me up, I'll tell you on the telephone. You have time yet? Any other questions? Is it, is it enough to believe now isn't it enough to believe that uh, in Hashem? Is it necessary to believe that Judaism is the only way? And the answer is, it is necessary. It's very necessary. Because when we belong to the nation that received the Torah, then we are given opportunities that no one else has. So you could ask the same question as follows. Is it enough to pull a wagon? Isn't it enough for a man to pull a wagon like a horse? Why should he attempt to sit in an office and do work? Answer is, if you're created with different capabilities, then it's a a shame that you should be doing the work of a horse the nations of the world were not given the benefit of a Torah so if they believe in Hashem it's good for them but we are children of that great people so therefore it's our duty to utilize the Torah to see more than anyone else sees any questions? Is hashish a proper vehicle for attaining happiness just as wine? <laughs> well, there's another way. that's more eff- efficient, more quick. Take an umbrella and jump off a roof holding on to it. You become elated right away until you hit the sidewalk. <laughs> and hashish will take a little longer to hit the sidewalk. When we talk about using things to raise the spirits, they have to be things that don't end in a flop. a person will drink a whole bottle of wine, a quart of wine, he'll end in a big flop. And quickly, we talk about wine, it's with a certain measure. If a person will look at every instant in life as a as process, wouldn't that help him to become happy realizing realize that there's a purpose in everything that happens? Rabbi Michaels is saying, if a person will look at life with the amuna that everything is from Hashem, and we know, call, Ma'i Deo, Ovid, Rahmon, what Hashem does is good, it certainly would help him. And that's one of the great ways of attaining happiness. But let's not deceive ourselves. For us, it's practically out of our reach. We can use it as an adjunct, but we still need a little wine, too. We still need, I need a nigan, too. So if you're singing, And they can call my Dovid Ramalata with a tune and drink a little mashketut, it's easier. And therefore we need all the good things of life to make us happy. If we're going to wait only for a muna to make us happy, it's a very long road. Of course, great men get there. But in a practical way, it's a mitzvah. And Robes said, it was Mamish wine, not a moshel. Actual wine. We need things here in this world to make us happy. And therefore, let's drink in the air and let's be happy with the rain and let's look at the clouds and at the sky and at the trees and all the glorious things that our Kodim borah gives us and that will help us more easily attain happiness. How do I feel about girls three and up lighting the Shabbos candles? Nothing wrong with it? That's why I feel about nothing wrong with it. The Ask Rabbi Miller podcast is published by Simchas Achaim Publishing online at simchasachaim.com. Rabbi Miller's recorded lectures are property of Yeshiva Gadola B.C. Israel.